Welcome to the Self-Awareness Saga, the podcast, of course, hosted by yours truly, Charlene O'Shar, whichever you prefer. Today's episode, as you can see from the title, is what do you bring to the table? And I wanted this as the title of this episode, not because I'm about to describe what I bring to the table or what a man should bring to the table, but because I need to emphasize that we need to realize what we are asking right now. What bring to the table truly even fucking means. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people say it, but do y'all even know what y'all asking for? And yeah, like do you do you know what you're asking for? Now this thought came across because I was watching something. And this woman, she felt as though her standards were too high and you know maybe she just lowered her standards because things haven't been working out for her in the love department so she's questioning if she should lower her standards or not and then the person talking to her is like you know how old are you and what do you have to offer and she's like you know I'm 35 years old and when people ask me what I bring to the table I say I am the table so now people people are either reacting in means of like, yeah, you go girl, you feel me? And then the other side is just like, you know what I'm saying? She tells her to grow up. She tells her to grow up. And I felt as though that's that's BS. Like it's BS, bro. Telling her to grow up is BS because I feel as though as a woman, especially, like, I'm speaking from a 22-year-old's point of view. Now, imagine me, 35 years old. Trust and believe I'm going to say that I am the table. Because by then, I will have... Because, shit, I believe I am the table now at this age. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. And I'm going to tell you exactly why I don't even like that saying, that question. It's just... Uh, it varies. Okay, let me just get into it because now I'm just I'm just chatting. So to put in some context, you know, I feel as though I'm old enough to have lived a struggle. I'm old enough to have lived a struggle within love more than once. And because of that, I have awakened to the understanding that pure self-preservation requires both higher standards and higher boundaries in my dating life. It's a realization when you step into the role of creator of your own life. You realize just how much you are worth and you begin to take more care in deciding who does and who does not get access to you. I was just speaking on this yesterday, how someone who had asked me like, yo, you're a beautiful girl. Why are you single? And it's real simple. It's real simple. The more I have grown, the more I have become more self-aware, my frequency has heightened. I've now been exposed to more things. I am now more mentally inclined to certain things. So that means I can't entertain someone who isn't on the same type of timing as me. Because if I do, 
they'll be threatened, intimidated, and just like, just fucking bothered by how I carry myself and how I speak. So I had to change the caliber of men I entertain. You have to. You literally have to. The shift can happen at any age. And it's crazy because too many women come to this realization late, only after they've been drained emotionally, financially, spiritually by, by some dusty man. So with that being said, it's never too late to wake up to your power as a woman and demand your worth. Like, I know what it is. I know what my worth is. So someone asking me that question, what do you bring to the table, is really infuriating to me. Because it's a popular question amongst men to indicate that a woman is expecting more than what she deserves. And the response, I am the table, is my way to communicate that, yes, I have it all. Beauty, brains, all of that, and et cetera. So you should actually be trying to impress me, not the other way around. And why me stating that is me having to grow up, is me having um, a huge ego, is me being arrogant. Like what? I feel like me being arrogant, me be, me be, me having a huge ego with me sitting here saying like, yes, I've been to college. Yes, I've done this. Yes, I have that. Yes, I'm doing this. Yes, I have that. I can sit here and tell you what kind of timing I'm on, what I'm doing, what my different streams of income is looking like. But does any of that define me or somehow entitle me to a high quality man? No, absolutely not. Absolutely the fuck not. Because I can be a circus clown. I can be, you know, <laughs> no disrespect to the circus clowns, but I can really be all of these things and have the freedom to demand a certain standard or pursue relationships with men that have reached a certain level financially. I should be able to expect a man who is either on the same caliber as me or higher. Why not? Why the fuck not? And why me expecting that, me wanting that? Is me being like fucking superficial or something. Because really, what are the requirements for dating a wealthy man anyway? Or a man who has his shit together? Like, I'm confused. Because if I was, um, had like Eurocentric beauty standards. If I was like a fucking supermodel or an A-list celebrity. Would y'all ask me the same question? Would y'all ask me what I bring to the table if I looked that way? And if I had those same social status, of course not. Because what makes me or you any less worthy to date a man or marry someone who is of a higher income bracket, who is who is just higher in all spectrums? And to even go deeper, the table question is offensive. Because it puts women who, by nature, takes anything a man gives her and improves on it in the position of having to defend her worth to a fucking stranger based on random qualifications like looks, credentials, or um, how many bodies you got. Whether that question is, is, is questioned, I now know that you size me up. You sizing me up, bro. You squaring me up, honestly. And you have determined that what little you know or see so far is not enough. So you need a list of additional qualities that I'm offering in order to take me seriously. That's fucking insane. News flash, news flash. Like, like, 
news fucking flash a woman does not have to offer a man anything other than her companionship and i'm gonna tell you why and honestly a lot i realize that a lot of people are going to disagree with what i'm saying only because like of today's society they always feel as though like oh times have changed women are not in the crib no more they're outside doing shit so why not if you got a career you can't push it up too i'm gonna tell you why the whole reason men are driven up to get up every day, go to work, have successful careers, and make a lot of money is that, one, they want to afford to impress women and date and marry the dream girl of their choosing. They love catering to the woman they love. They love, you You want something. You're thinking of something. Your eyes are just, like, you could go to the mall and you're just looking at something a little too long. Trust and believe that nigga's going to get it for you if he's like that with the in the means of funds. If he's like that, he's going to get it for you. You know why? Because he loves making you happy in that way. He loves taking care of you. That's what they love to do. Take care of you. So it goes without saying that the woman is the table. What that means is a woman simply is worthy. And that has nothing to do with how many... How many... I don't even know. Anything that she has. How many degrees she has. How, many, how much clout she has. Like, it does not matter. Our value is intangible. It's in the peace you feel when we are around, the joy you get from making us happy, and the the diamonds that spring from our womb. Should we even choose to bless you with children? So all the rest is simply table decor. If you have a hard time understanding this, you're either a woman who has been socialized to think that you need to go above and beyond in order to get or keep a nigga. Or you're a man who's not a provider and is instead looking for a woman to help you, a.k.a., you know, cook, clean, have have sex, have your babies, raise your children, do the emotional labor and sustaining the relationship and paying half the bills. Good luck to you guys. I wish y'all the best. And as for me in my dating life, just know I have made a conscious choice not to settle because I've learned once you settle, you end up getting even less than what you settled for. Do not waste your time. Do not waste your time. If you're still convinced that the love is the only thing you need, how about some statistics? Let's let's bring in some statistics because y'all think I'm chatting. Y'all think I'm chatting on this shit. I'm not. Black women are the most educated group in America. But we are still not on track to get equal pay until the year 2124. That's how far we are behind. Do you hear me? That's how far we are behind. Then, black women leave college with more debt than women of any other race. And to make matters worse, college-educated black women are less likely than any other groups to practice. I'm sorry. I just had to stop because this shit is so, yo, it gets me so tight. Yes, they are, like, the less likely group to, like, to basically marry a man with a similar level of education as them. Do, does that does that make any fucking sense to you? Like I have a fucking PhD and the likeliness of me marrying a man with a PhD is so is so low. It's so fucking low. Like our non-black peers are practicing it at a higher rate than we are, which is contributing to both the wealth gap. You know, white families have nearly 10 times the net worth of black families and also the phenomenon of downward inter- integrational mobility in black families. You know, middle class black children are more likely than their white counterparts to become poor adults. 
the stats are scary as fuck and yet black women are still seen as selfish superficial or gold diggers if we decide to set a standard for our dating life that other women wouldn't blink an eye at and this is not about using anyone for a come up it's about wealth building for the next generation and the one after that if i'm at a certain caliber why do you expect me to settle for less it's a time as black women that we level up, not just in our careers, but our romantic relationships as well. And to do so, you don't have to focus solely on super rich man, but, you know, someone who are who is on the same type of timing as you. Stop looking for, at people who are way lower than you. And I don't mean it in a way where it's like, oh, you're peasants, but it's just like, come on now. Obviously, I'm in a whole different standpoint than Elon Musk. It's simple as that. And no, money isn't everything. But we just marked Equal Pay Day 2018, the day each year where the gender pay gap is highlighted and women are encouraged to demand what they are worth and negotiate salaries accordingly. Ladies, I'm here to tell you that you should keep that same energy when it comes to your romantic partnerships, you know? Marriage is a business. Fuck with a nigga is a business. Being in any type of relationship is a business. So you should go into the knowledge that if things don't work out, you'll be better off or simply situated as you were prior to the marriage, not worse. Love comes and goes, but community property is forever, okay? So... And I also, like, not to just talk about this in the means of being what, what you bring to the table as a woman, but as men too. Let's, let's talk about it with the men. Let's talk about it with the men. I don't think, in the same way I don't think how a man should ask a woman what she brings to the table, I don't think a woman should ask a man either. Because it's, it's, it's all about confidence. A man should bring to the table whatever he has to bring to the table. I wouldn't say there's a one-size-fits-all answer. You know what I'm saying? All men have different qualities to bring to the table depending on the different needs and desires of their partners. Because I could say, like, oh, a man has to be strong. He needs to, because one of my requirements, like, you got to be tall. Now what? That means, like, that means a man who's in a wheelchair is just invalid, you know? What about the woman who loves him and who enjoys, like, you know, his gentleness and his humor? Like, does that mean that that's invalid? You know what I'm saying? No. Anything I think of, there's going to be an exception and a partner who is willing to accept or compensate for any lack because they love him. You know, I suppose there are essential things that both partners should bring to the table, like respect and willingness to try. But nothing specific that only the man needs to bring because... Not only are they all unique, but each relationship is unique as well. Each person should bring what they have to offer and negotiate from there. You know, it's up to the person to decide if what he has to offer is good enough for them or not. Because like I said, it's all about context. Every relationship is different. What I need as a woman, another woman may not need. You know what I'm saying? It all varies. And I feel as though y'all need to stop. The only thing when I said like, oh, people always calling black women superficial gold diggers, da 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 Only thing superficial is looking at the quality somebody needs to bring to the table and thinking that it's strictly just that. Everything varies. And also, y'all got to remember within relationships, there's always going to be compromises as well. Like, no one is going to check everything off the list for you. No one is. No fucking one is. 
everything is about compromises, bro. And if you're not willing to compromise on that thing, you move on to the next. And if you are, then you know that that's, that could possibly be your person. It all varies. It literally all varies. And I feel like, I feel like we just got to stop um, idolizing what social media says. Because what social media says don't always go. Y'all need to stop um, listening to other people who are in relationships and stuff like that. Because not everything is going to fit for you. Like, you know, the shoe don't always fit all. It don't. It really don't. So with that being said, I think that concludes this episode. I hope y'all understood what I meant by what you should bring to the table, what the table is, and all that shit. And I always still to this day believe that I am the table. And if you think that I am arrogant, if I am superficial, if I'm a gold digger, from which whatever if y'all think that about me because i said that then that's really y'all lost y'all need help y'all need help and y'all not gonna realize it till later on in life that what i'm saying is factual like what i'm saying truly makes sense like i'm not just buggy i'm not just saying this shit because i want to because i want to milk a man dry shit fucking with me your game more than what you than what you had initially period but let me stop gassing myself. Let me stop. <laughs> but yeah, so this is a this is the end of the episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, stay tuned for the next. Y'all know I come with the episodes weekly, dropping knowledge on y'all, speaking on what's been going on in society. You know, some people been telling me make an episode on this Chris Rock Will Smith situation, and I just feel like though it's really not much to say. It's not much to say. One. People were speaking on, like, yo, he was laughing before. And some people were saying, like, yo, he was laughing till he seen the look on his wife's face and realized how much he hurt her. How, how much he hurt her. So he retaliated. And I feel like he wanted to set the tone, too. Y'all gotta realize, Will Fake been going through it since 2020. Y'all been, y'all been, go, like, been, you know, yo, been recycling his memes. On social media since 2020, he's been the face of this whole Red Table Talk because of this whole entanglement shit since 2020. He's fed. He's fake tired of y'all making jokes about his family and his, not only just his his relationship, his marriage. The thing y'all got to understand, like, and I understand as well, you know, Chris Rock is a comedian and all. And, you know, Jada um, apparently has a, a condition, alopecia. So it's a sensitive topic, especially, you know, her being a woman. But I just feel as though anything up for grabs, bro. Y'all got to just, y'all got to be careful on how y'all talk. And a lot of people going to be like, oh, it wasn't the time and the place. Da, da, da. Bro, if you, if he publicly disrespected my wife or publicly making a joke about her, I'm going to publicly retaliate. Gangster, what y'all mean? Behind closed doors and press him, talk to him for what? For what? Honestly, I don't think Will did anything wrong. Shit, the only thing he did wrong is apologizing. Bro, if that's what you felt was right in that moment, gangster, do it. <laughs> but like I said, with that being said, it's the end of the episode. Stay up like Lev. Never pass that ass. <laughs>